Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, gang. Welcome back to Out of Bounds. I'm Phil. I'm here with Kyle. Kyle, what's going on, brother? Hey, buddy. It's, uh... Good to be back. We got a nice, nice week one of NFL football, and, and and I'm ready to talk about it. Yeah, man. Let's let's overreact to it. I think we've seen enough to know that we can draw some conclusions that obviously will come into play over the next 18 or 19 weeks. And here to talk about it with us is our main man, Arch. Arch, what's happening? Not much. I don't know what I'm doing here, but I'm here. All right. Yeah, you're you're here for sure. So. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad that you're uh, you volunteered. To, to I feel like most of the, I feel like most of the time you don't really know what you're doing in whatever place that you are. Me, except you yeah. know, except maybe week one betting in the NFL with the best record. I'm just you know, okay. just what's, what's the best? I eight and four. Whatever else do. Kyle, uh, I believe I was thirteen and ten. Okay, well that's a small profit, and I lost a little <laughs> juice. So. Go fuck yourself, Baker. But anyway, <laughs> let's overreact to week one. Kyle, what was the biggest takeaway? Well, the biggest takeaway is, is holy shit, Carson Wentz, welcome back. God, I mean, what this is this is the Carson that that I I I grew to love. This is this is the Carson Wentz that that is going to win MVP. This is the Carson Wentz that's going to be top ten in in fucking fantasy drafts and and fantasy leagues. This is the Carson Wentz that is going to take the Washington Commanders, who play defense without their best player, probably on their entire team, to the NFC East Championship. And this is what I was I was spewing out to everybody, and I'm just happy that he went out there and proved me right. I, I can't believe that's your biggest takeaway. Arch, what, what do you think? About Carson Wentz? Yeah, he looked good. And I think the thing about Washington that was the most interesting, and this is where Indian, Indianapolis fucked up, is they let Carson Wentz be Carson Wentz, right? They didn't put the handcuffs on him like they did in Indianapolis. When you get Carson Wentz, you've got good, you've got bad, and and Washington apparently said, "Fuck it, if you make mistakes, we don't care. You're gonna you're gonna throw those bombs, and it's gonna be okay. We can handle any mistakes you make. We're not worried about it." I get it, but don't you think we ought to pump the brakes? It was the Jaguars, the Jaguars at home. Jaguars, Jaguars are, are a, a a beefed up defense a little bit. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> It's the Jaguars. This is one of the worst teams in the AFC. And, and you're in the over NFL, here pounding the, the yeah, yeah, in the NFL, and you're over here pounding the Carson Wentz drum after Week One. Listen, they're gonna be fine. Okay, it was Week One. I mean, where where are the Jags really bad at? I mean, they're a much improved team from where they were last year. Uh, the reason that they were so low is because I mean, they're they're they were bad last year. I mean, you can't you can't just throw them in into the middle of the pack. I mean, you look at this team offensively; they're they're pretty pretty good. 
defensively, I mean, they got Josh Allen, Devin Lloyd, Aluakon, Trayvon Walker, Tyson Campbell. I mean, there's Shaquille Griffin from from Seattle who's who moved over there. How many hands it's not bad. How many what? How many hands? No, this is the brother with two. The uh, yeah, the yeah, the halvesies, okay. the, the yeah, the halvesies, <laughs> the halvesies gone. All right, because I didn't Test know. If- me. Test me. Like you even gotcha. knew Josh Gordon was on the Chiefs. That's the other Josh Gordon. <laughs> yeah, the other guy. Yeah, the other one. Yeah. All right. So this, this Jags team is gonna be is gonna be better than what you what you think, by the way. And I, I right. think that's a that's listen, that's a week one win with a brand new team going against your old coach. And that was a that was a fuck you win. Yeah, yeah, I get it. All right. So I you're you're high on the Redskins. Congratulations. Whoa, whoa, we're gonna get us canceled. <laughs> Golly. Oh, the commanders. God. Shit. It's yeah. not 1984, man. I, I know. I always do Didn't that. Fold. I always do that. Arch, what was your biggest takeaway from week one? Um, what is the biggest takeaway from week one? A lot of teams looked sloppy. A lot of teams looked just unprepared. Kansas City was not one of them. Kansas City came out and made Arizona look like fools, absolute fools. And, uh, I'm interested to see what the game plan is going forward. Arizona played Kansas City in absolutely the wrong way. We know they blitzed Mahomes. They didn't run cover shells uh, on their receivers. They tried man-to-man and blitzing, and Mahomes carved them up. So the, the question about Kansas City is: Does the blueprint still work against them? I, I guess we'll find out Thursday. But uh, Arizona moronically played Kansas City in absolutely the wrong way. Yeah, I mean, uh, Andy Reid's history with having a bye week, you know, it, it speaks for itself. He's one of the best ever. And he had all offseason to prepare for Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. And it looked like Kyler Murray probably should have spent a little bit more time preparing in his, uh, in his playbook. He looked <laughs> clueless. Um, there, there was some stuff going on on Twitter about, you know, breaking down the film of where he could have called for protections against, you know, blitzing linebackers and stuff and mm-hmm. just how he made so many mistakes. Kyle, what what do you think, buddy? I mean, that's that's what you that's what you risk when you bring in a run first quarterback, right? When you have a one read run first quarterback who is not a student of the game, you know that's that's the risk you run. I mean, I don't know why people look at him and go, "Man, I don't know what he's doing," or "Man, why Lamar doesn't look like he reads coverage as well?" Oh, Jalen Hurts, you know, looked the best when he was running the football. Yeah, no shit. That's what the fuck they do. It uh, this is this is what they did in college. This is what they're going to continue to do in the NFL. I mean, we watched, you know, the monsoon game. Every you know, everybody in the book club's been hammering the monsoon game. Those quarterbacks aren't gonna look any better this year. I mean, that's what you're gonna get from Trey Lance and Justin Fields. They're 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 clicky guys. They're that's what these guys are. They're I mean Kyler Murray looks better when DeAndre Hopkins on the field. Why? Because yes, he does have a good arm. Yes, he's decently accurate, but he doesn't need to read people when a guy can jump over four different defensive backs and and bring down a, a pass. I mean, how many times did we see it? You know, obviously before he got caught with you know the the steroids and PEDs. How many times did you see him jump over two guys and bring down a, a Kyler Murray pass? I mean, th- that's that's what these guys are and and you you bring in Clinsbury from you know friggin' college who runs these college you know shitty offenses and uh you know it's it's 
this is what it is. College is, is trying to take over with some of these guys, and it's just not as good as some of these quarterbacks who can sit back, who can move, obviously. You know, Josh Allen and 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 Rodgers, these are guys who can move a little bit, but they can sit back and they can throw passes, and, and you're never going to see, you know, as, as good of that with these guys. Josh yeah. Allen moves a little bit as he just knocks over linebackers on his way to a first down. <laughs> He's a freak, though. He's a he's on a different level. But like Rogers can move. Um, I mean, who else? It, it's I, I more mean, like Holmes can move. It, it, like those guys aren't looking to, like Rogers, for instance. He's not looking to be elusive, but exactly, it's exactly. just enough. It's just enough to be effective. I want to talk. My biggest takeaway is I think I was right about Trey Lance. That guy sucks. <laughs> I don't care how, how much of a monsoon it is. You know. The, the conditions were okay. You know, they, they, oh they, had, uh, they squeegeed off the field. Oh, you know? okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he was 13 of 28 with 164 yards, no touchdowns, one pick, one fumble. He is awful against the Chicago Bears, the dumpster juice up there in, in the NFC, the team that we have to be uh, the worst in the NFL uh, at what is it, 16 to 1 or something? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, here he is giving a win away. So not only do I not like Trey Lance as a quarterback, I don't like him because he's giving our uh, our tickets some trouble <laughs> early on in the year. So, man, what's Jimmy G doing? Uh, looks like he might be needed in, in uh, Dallas. What do you think? Kyle? I don't, I don't I don't think it's happening. Uh report just came out that surgery went so well for Dak Prescott that they're expecting him back possibly to play in week five. Wow. If you're expecting your quarterback to come back in week five, and Jerry Jones just talked about it today on the radio. If you're expecting your quarterback in week five and not week, you know, eight, there's no reason to even make the move. It, it, it's not, you, you run with Cooper rush, you, you figure out what you can get out of him and that's it. So I, I think Jimmy G is just going to sit there and sit back and go, man, we should be one to know right now behind my arm. It's a monsoon game. You can't take a single thing away from this game. Not a thing. I'm overreacting to week one. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, the, the, the burn it all down. San Francisco should be decertified as an NFL team. Thank you very much. <laughs> I agree. I agree. But, yeah, I. But don't you think that this team would have been better with Jimmy J on Sunday? Yeah, maybe so. He's just got more experience in adverse conditions. Agreed. So isn't it, isn't it your, your duty as a coach then to go, listen – at halftime, Trey, listen, we're going to put Jimmy in there. We're going to see if the offense kind of moves a little bit better with with throwing the uh, you know a wet football on this field to being able to move this, to be able to get the guys here and 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 move people in the correct places and 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 find the rushing gaps and things like that. We just know he's a little bit you know ahead of you right now. He's still a vet, still your team, but you know what? We need to win this game. Isn't that your job as a coach? I, I don't know what their what their end goal is. If their end goal is just to make sure that Justin has enough reps to uh, to you know you know get get a get some experience under his belt, get more comfortable with the offense, then I guess no. I guess not. Was was he even there? Was Jimmy there on Sunday? Oh, that's a good question. Did he suit up? He had to be there. He had to. I don't know. I don't know. Listen, also- the 49ers are, are are a team that's that is, you know, believed to be in contention. Yeah. Yeah, There's until no they, for him not to be there. until Trey Lance derails this season all by himself. <laughs> oh, he friggin' stinks. I'm not. I'm not. He's awful. I'm not fighting you on that. Yeah, but all right. So, what what can we take and and apply to our gambling knowledge? Did we pick anything up that that any little nuggets that might be useful in week two? 
I mean, personally, uh, I'm going to be looking back more at some of these teams who were hitting in the preseason and who were actually utilizing the preseason to get better. I know, you know, Arch and the Daily guys hit it a little bit um, in their recap, but I mean, those are the teams that seem to be more prepared and at the very least to be able to cover. Uh, I don't think that you're ready to, the Eagles, for instance, didn't hit all preseason. I know they, you know, eked out with the win, but I mean, some of these other teams should have destroyed. The Broncos should have destroyed last <sighs> night. They should have absolutely destroyed. But they're not crisp enough. They're not prepared for the full game. They're not prepared for the hitting that happens in a real game. And that hurt them down in the red zone when everything gets tighter. I mean, they had four opportunities down there. They came away with three points. I mean, that's just not enough to, you know, coaching and and, and bad Clock management aside, that's not enough to win football games in the NFL. I don't care who you play. So I think some of these teams, you're not going to fix it in one week. I think those teams that you know are a little bit behind the the thing here are going to be coming around in week four ish. So uh, I'm going to be going back and and trying to look at some of those teams. You want to look at teams that underperformed too. That's always a good thing. Like, uh, do we think Green Bay is going to bounce back in a big way week two? I, I think they have to. I, right. I don't think so. I, th- that that receiver room is not getting any better. I mean, there's there's no help coming. No, no. I mean, but like the first play of the game, Christian Watson had a 75 yard touchdown. I mean, it was it was there. He just dropped it. I mean, I, I don't. And they're playing the Bears. I mean, if the line stays where it is, I, it looks like it's a 10. Green Bay's minus 10. I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I feel that comfortable with the Packers, but I mean, for a money line bet, I, I feel comfortable the Packers are going to win that game. Yeah, lay nine hundred. Yeah, so I'm glad yeah. you feel comfortable laying nine hundred dollars <laughs> to win win a hundred. So that's yeah, good. yeah. No, well, listen, we, we have a we have we have a thousand, right? Or we have five thousand. <laughs> five thousand. Yeah, we still we stole. All right. I'll all right. Yeah. Fuck You're gonna I be want. bankrupt by week three. <laughs> Here we go, Kyle. Good bankroll management. Five, okay, so what happens? Just Kyle. hypothetically, what happens if Green Bay comes out and shits the bed in week two, and the Bears defense looks good again? I'm going to grab these 10 points, number one. I think the Bears are – I think I think what we saw last Sunday is, you know, the the ingredients that uh, of the product that they can put out every week with Justin Fields picking up just enough on the ground, keeping plays alive long enough to, to move the chains. I think 10 is far too many in, in the NFL. Um, this Bears team, you know, they didn't look great, but they just beat the Niners. So – I, man, ten is a ton, and I'm I'm going to be taking those points. I think. I don't think so. I think I'm going to lay the points. That's good. I that's a Sunday night game, Chicago, Aaron Rodgers at home at at, at Lambeau. Rodgers isn't losing. I don't care if he has to throw a ball and and stick it in the in the fucking back of one of these receivers. Rodgers will throw a ball and it will stick directly in the face mask of a helmet in an end zone. He'll figure out a way to to beat the shit out of the Bears like he always has. I think I'm going to have to – I think eventually – I want to see if it moves down a little bit. I'd like to get it less. But I, I just don't – listen, Rodgers was 22 of 34. With, yeah. with, with shitty wide receivers, that's still not bad. But he had 195 yards and a pick, which means that – these receivers aren't crisp. He was missing Alan Lazard, who's most likely going to be his number one. I think, I think they're going to be okay. And I, the defense 
there's no monsoon this week. The defense that that the Packers are going to put out there against, you know, Justin Fields is going to make him look as just as bad as he actually is. I I, I don't think that they're going to be able to pick up that yardage like you think they are. I I, I think I might end up throwing throwing the points down and, and taking that. Hmm. But I do like the under. What's the under on that right now? Forty-two and a half. I'm saying. Yep, forty-two like and a half. Feels like a 1992 under. <laughs> yeah, back, back when the Chargers were in San Diego and all was right in the world, and the, the Redskins were in Washington. You know, that's the kind of over/under back in those days. But yeah, man, I yeah, I, uh, Rogers completed 22 passes, but eight of them were to running backs. I mean, how many were to actual wide receivers? Like, well, yeah, be 14. I mean, no, because there's tight ends out there too. So they count. They're pass they catchers. Whatever. But listen, this team is not good. This offense is not good. And, you know, maybe maybe Aaron Rodgers is uh is is going a little bit downhill. Maybe he's losing a step here, you know? I well, did you see what he said to Justin Jefferson after the game? Come come play for us, or he said you're the best player in the league right now. He is. He had nine catches for 184 yards. Nobody covered listen, him all day. Listen, talk about a, a a guy. I mean, we we listen. We did the draft stuff. We we did all this, and I'm I'm I definitely want to hear Arch's take on this. But we did all the draft stuff. The Packers had two first round picks, and again they elected not to take an offensive weapon, even though Devontae Adams was gone. Again, elected not to take an offensive weapon for Aaron Rodgers on the outside, or inside, or freaking anywhere. They went defense with both of them again. And then decided, oh, well, we'll just take somebody in the second round. How many times do you have to spit in this guy's face and tell him it's raining? Arch, <laughs> what do you what do you think about this? I, I agree. I, agree. Uh, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what the plan is there. I, 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 I'm looking at the receiving core. <laughs> Give me the Seahawks receiving core over the Packers. For sure. I, I mean, I'm looking at the Giants and thinking, man, maybe, maybe the Giants have a better receiving core than the Packers right now. Jesus Christ. This is one of the bottom units in the league, for yeah. sure. And, you know, Rodgers can cover up a lot of, you know, ineptitude on any football team. But this is, this just seems like a, a mountain too tall to climb. I, you know, and again, maybe we're overreacting. It's week one, who knows? But I just don't see the light at the end of the tunnel for this, this receiving core. Is there going to be a, a, a possible trade? I mean, if everybody, see, especially after week two, if they go out there and give the same same bullshit that they throw out there week one, are we looking at a at a early Packers trade for one of these wide receivers? What about Odell? I, I mean, why not? I mean, it'll. I mean, I don't know if Odell is is good enough anymore to kind of carry a team. I don't know if he's got enough juice in the tank. It would certainly help though, and he would certainly help bring Christian Watson along and, and some of these other guys. Alan Lazar coming back is going to help. I mean, Rogers does have a bit of a rapport with him. I, I think we're going to see the Packers kind of, especially in this week two game, move more towards the running game and rock a, a heavy, you know, uh, you know, play action type playbook and 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 I think they're going to get it done. I still think Rogers is good enough, but I mean, we could be looking at it at at them kicking the tires on 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 guys like like DK. I mean, I, you just brought up Seattle. I mean, I don't think I know Seattle won last night, but I don't think their long term you know outlook no. for the season is very good. So, I mean, 
they could be kicking the tires on a guy like that or, or you know, uh, some of these other teams. You know, the Cardinals got a bunch of wide receivers and Kyler Murray stinks. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the Cowboys have a bunch of wide receivers. I mean, Michael Gallup might be in there. The Texans have Brandon Cooks. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, areas that they can kind of kick the tires on with these teams. I mean, you you got to do something, right? I mean, you paid Aaron Rodgers to to be there to keep you in contention for another two years or three years, whatever it was, you can't just let him sit out there with nothing. You can't just, he's, he's too old to just ship a season in. So they, they, if they, if another week goes by like that, I think, I think we're looking at some sort of trade that's got to be coming. What do they have to trade defensive assets? Draft picks? Yeah. They, they, yeah I, the, the, they've got some, some good defensive depth and, and they've got draft picks for this year. I don't think they have, I think they have their entire draft hall for this year and next year. I mean, the, the Packers aren't ones for really giving up picks. So, I mean, I, I think you might have to, though, in order to – I mean, your defense, quote-unquote, is set, but you got to be able to score. So, I mean, it, with, with this year, next year's haul, and the defensive depth that you have, you might have to just part with whatever you can. Hmm. I mean, he needs something. He needs some help. So – Maybe he could have taken a pay cut like Tom Brady. He he always uh, seemed to have some <laughs> enough weapons, don't you think? That's true. Yeah. All right. Well, do you have any other thoughts about week one? How bad are the Raiders? They look so bad. Helpless almost. They're, they'll be fine. I know you say so. I, I know I'm the they'll lone voice on all shows that keeps saying the Raiders aren't going to be that good. I'm the only one. They'll be they'll be plenty fine. That that team, listen. They 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 do need to figure out the offensive line a little bit. A little they, bit. they need they need a little bit of help there. But that team is is going to be fine. I mean, they were a few really good chances away from from being, you know, winning that football game and at least covering. So that team's going to be fine. I mean, the, the Chargers are no slouch team. You know. So I don't, I don't look too much into the game. I don't look too much into that. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the Raiders and I like the chargers. So that, that one really, really sucked week one. Um, but I think the chargers are, are, and they, they might be a, a thorn in the, in the side of the, the chiefs this year. What do you think Arch? Yeah, they, they certainly could be. They have enough talent to do it. I, they just have to, you know, I mean, institutionally do the chargers believe they can beat the chiefs that's that's the question right yeah and man i'm i'm excited for this thursday night game um looks like the the chiefs are four point favorites at home uh we've got an over under at 54 and a half so that's they're expecting fireworks here um kyle do you have a do you have a knee-jerk reaction to, to what you're playing on thursday night yeah i mean i i i i like the chargers honestly um, I think all the money is going to be on the Chiefs. I think there's a reason for it. I think the Chargers are able to slow this game down. Uh, they're they're not going to be. I mean, they how many times do they see Patty Mahomes? I mean, it's two times a year. So what? What's he played them? You know, eight times, ten times already. And every time their head I, hits the pillow. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I I don't know if the Chargers are good enough yet, but. I'm betting that they're going to at least be able to cover this game. And this seems, I, I know, you know, you guys talk about them chargering it up, but 
I just feel like this 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 Chargers game has a different team has a different feel to it. It it, it it's a it, you know Herbert's another year in. You know they're they're really good. They really are. Their defense is really tough. Um, I, I think they're going to give problems to to this to this Chief team. I mean, I think the biggest thing in the Chiefs game was was how open Travis Kelsey was all day. I mean, he absolutely obliterated the Cardinals. I think being able to throw Derwin James or, or or one of these other corners on him might help out a lot. I, I just I I think if you can keep him under control, you give yourself a chance to to beat this team. So I, I think uh, I think the Chargers are going to be able to figure it out here, and uh, I think that's that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, I mean I, I agree here. Um, I am not the NFL guy. We we all know that, but. Uh, Man, this money line looks pretty good. Plus one seventy five. Um, it it kind of feels like um, th- this is a Chiefs team that, to me, has enough offensive firepower to be able to take advantage of some of the the weakness on the the Chiefs defense, and I think they have plenty of of talent on the D side to you know maybe run that that shell defense that you were talking about, Arch, effectively mm-hmm. um, neutralize the. You know, Tyreek Hill's not out there anymore. So, what, what do you what do you do? Do you turn all your attention to Kelsey and, and make sure he's not the one to beat you? I, that that makes sense to me. That's what um, I'm doing. Yeah. So, I like I like the Chargers on the money line plus one seventy five. I would like the Chargers as a teaser leg if you're into that kind of thing because you can take it up past ten and a half. I think there's a lot of value in in if you're going to tease teasing the right things. So I I, I think that that would be a nice teaser leg if you want to hook it with something on Sunday. Um, but that's how I'm going to look to play it, I think. And, you know, we can talk about it a little bit more later in the week. But I I, I feel this one is a, a little upset. So go Bolts. Go. I'm leaning the Chiefs right now at the four and a half. We'll see you come, come Thursday. I'm hoping people keep laying money on the Chiefs. If that Chargers line gets to five, five and a half, I think it's the Chargers play absolutely. But right now I'm going to lean the Chiefs. I think another big thing is is Keenan Allen has to play. Does he Keenan, though? Yeah, I, I think so. I don't. I don't I think if he if he plays, I feel much more comfortable throwing money on the Chargers. Yeah, but I mean he is he has really slowed down. Yeah, but he, he's route running so good. He still demands an actual presence. I mean I, he he demands you know somebody looking at him on the field. Okay, all right, I, I'll give you that. But I just he's not he's not the same dude. I think Mike Williams is the dude now on this team. He's a freak. I yeah. love Mike Williams. I mean, even though he no showed on Sunday, out of his over, uh, <laughs> over and receptions yards. I know, I know. But he's going to be good. He's going to be all right, though. This is listen. This is this is this is a good team. Uh, they have a much better line than what the, um, than than what I believe that the Cardinals have. Much better offensive line. I feel like they're going to be able to run the ball a little bit where the Cardinals. You know, seem to be just you know a mediocre team. I think they're going to be able to chunk through the air a little bit here and there. I, I still don't trust the Chiefs. Uh, you know, defense through the air as well. So I think that this is going to be a a bit of a humbling experience for the Chiefs and a bit more. Uh, hey, come on back down to earth type game. So I, I do like that money line bet too. Hmm. Nice, nice. Well, it's a. A healthy little plus one seventy five. It, it it feels like a NASCAR top ten line. So that's that's why I'm attracted to that. But 
Yeah, um, that's all I got. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Anybody else want to talk about anything? I mean, we're all here. We're all hanging out. Um, what? Well, well, you, I wouldn't know. Go ahead, Arch. No, I was going to say, if you have something to talk about, please. I was going to bring up Tua and the Dolphins. I think that was an, that's an interesting game. That's a really good team with a quarterback that's kind of dragging them down and slowing them down a bit. Are we talking about last week? Yeah, last week specifically with Tua. Yeah, yeah, boy, they're they're better than their their quarterback. That's for sure. Um, that is a well built team of dudes that play hard, and uh, not a big Tua fan. But Kyle, what, what did you say? Yeah, I'd, I'd be looking. Um, I'd be looking for them to possibly make a trade. Maybe looking for a Jimmy G or something like that. But you know what? I I think the answer to their to their quarterback woes is, is already on their roster. I think Skylar Thompson's a freak and I think he's waiting to be unleashed. I think the reason he didn't start, I mean, his preseason was unreal. I think the reason that he didn't start is because they have so much tied up into Tua. I, I just, I think that if they, I think we're kind of sitting back waiting for some small Tua injury that they can kind of blow out of proportion so that they can see Skylar Thompson get some real work in there because that's 100%. I mean, now personally, I hate the Patriots this year. I'm going to fade them all year. I think they're awful. I I don't – I'm not a fan of Mac Jones. I think he's a sham quarterback as well. I don't like their offense. Their defense is okay. I don't think it's nearly as – dominant as it was last year this might be uh, might be the worst belichick defense we've seen in a long time I, yeah i i agree 100 and i think uh that that helped them a little bit it helped Tua be able to kind of move the ball at least somewhat the way he did so it's hard for me to sit back and go man you know they played a good team and look what they did it's not like what the chiefs just did you know what i mean it, it wasn't on that level but man that that team is fast. 
that team is that team plays hard. They have skill positions everywhere with a good quarterback or good quarterback play. That team could be a real thorn in a lot of the sides of, of AFC teams. Yeah. You know, what would be funny to me is if uh, the Dolphins this year, you know, if they have to go draft a quarterback, if they draft uh, to his little brother to replace him out of Maryland, <laughs> wouldn't that be funny? It would be that kid's lighting it up. <laughs> yeah, he's he's yeah. lighting it up this year. Two it lit it up in college too. Yeah, but he was at Alabama. This kid's at Maryland. That's true. Yeah. Are you sure about that? That he's at Maryland? Yeah. Yes. Just making sure. <laughs> yeah. I love when he asked you that you immediately got red and was like, oh shit, did I miss something? <laughs> I get red? The person I know to know more about college football than anybody on this planet, and you were like, huh. <laughs> "Shit, was it another red team playing with yeah. the, yeah. the Iowa State helmets?" No, it's Maryland Arch. Okay, just just checking, just checking. Yeah. So somewhere out there, Brian Flores is laughing his ass off right now, right? Probably. Man, they shouldn't have fired that guy. No, they should not have fired that guy. God, I thought he was. I thought he was the answer. I really did. He. I really liked him. Yeah, no, he's a great coach. I thought he got more out of that team than I think anybody else could have. And uh, I think I think he's right about about Tua, you know. And the organization had to make the choice, and uh, they went with the, the quarterback. And um, I think it's wrong, and we'll see it. We'll see it. So, um, yeah. What else do we have? Is that it? Are you going to show of, with you two? Yeah. Oh, no way. No way. I got a couple more, baby. All right. Um, so, you know. ESPN came out and oh, they're gay? they they yes came right out of the closet. <laughs> uh, no, they, they 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 came out with the uh, week two power rankings. Oh, yes, uh, Buffalo still number one, Kansas City up to number two, uh, Tampa Bay dropped from two to three, Chargers at four. Ooh. Which means this Thursday night football game is two and four. That's what are they doing on Thursday? Nice. This doesn't belong on Thursday. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's more Sunday nightish to me. Yeah, this should be Jags you know Giants I mean? or something. Yeah, I, I would rather them flex the shitty Packers game to to Thursday and yeah, put it in like London. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Rogers is going to be allowed to get on the plane, is he? <laughs> <laughs> he does look like a terrorist, that guy. Yeah. Um. Then you get the Rams five, which I think stretch. Yeah, I I think it's okay though. I you expect that that team's going to be okay. They had a bad week one. Uh, Ravens moved up to six. Bengals down at seven. Packers at eight. I hmm. uh, I thought that that was a little head scratching because they did not look good. I mean, we spent a lot of time talking about them. Uh, Eagles at nine, Vikings at 10. I like that. I, I think this is a good Vikings team. I think so too. I, I thought, I thought that they played well. I mean, it's, it's cousins in a, in a, you know, he's not in his own game here, but you know, he's, he's not in a, a primetime slot yet. So I can't wait for, for Monday night to bet against him with the Eagles because I love Kirk cousins when he's in prime time. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I, I think that's a really good top 10. I don't think that there's anybody that should be in there. I mean, the next ones, you got the Dolphins at 11, Niners 12, Saints 13, Steelers 14, 
Broncos 15, and then the, the rest of the league kind of falls in line. I don't see any I, – I think that's a really good top 10, and there's there's usually a lot of, you know, uh, you know, uh, people up in arms about, hey, this team should have been in there, or this team should be ahead of this team. I don't think so. I, I think that this is a, a great list, and, you know, a little bit of props to, to ESPN. And I just wanted to know, is there anybody you guys think should be in that top 10 that's not? Um, man, no, I, I think the Ravens should be a little bit higher. Okay. What do you have them at? They're they're currently six. Yeah. I, I, I think that we can scoot them on ahead of the Rams and I think they're right up there with the chargers. I, I think this Ravens team, boy, they, they showed a lot. Um, Lamar is, is playing for a huge contract. And I mean, he, he denied just, that one. What's that? Did he denied the one they offered him. Yeah, I mean, he wants more money. Hell yeah! So go get it, Lamar. But yeah, go get paid. Yeah, I, I mean, he is the most. I think he's the most dynamic quarterback. That like you have to plan for Lamar Jackson, or he'll eat you up. And um, I mean, how many how many more quarterbacks in the NFL do you have to game plan completely around? Yeah, I mean, Mahomes for sure. You know what I mean? But that there's so many issues on that team that you got a game plan for. I mean, Kelsey, maybe a game plan for him a little more than you game plan for Mahomes. Tyreek, when he was there for sure. Um, other than that, I th- I think you have to game plan for Jalen Hurts on the Eagles, which basically is don't let him run all over you um, and just make him throw. But, I mean, Lamar is certainly the the scariest person when you're on the defensive side, looking on the other side of the ball for sure. Yeah. So I don't know. They, I don't think they have to move up a lot, but I think they're better than the Rams. Um, Arch, do you have any problems with this, uh, this top 10? I don't have any real problems with it. I shared my power ranking for you with you guys on the screen. So you can see it if you want. Uh, I have Cincinnati way lower after losing. I have Cincinnati pretty low on my list. I'm mid tier 16th. They're not in the top okay. 10. Okay. Yeah, and you have Green Bay out of the top 10 as well. Mm-hmm. Why do you have Cleveland so high? Uh, they won, right? So. Yeah, so do the Eagles. Where are my Eagles? I've got them at 12. 12. Yeah. I, don't, I think I don't that's like a solid. That. Uh, I don't you're, like you're your list. You're a hater. You're a hater. I hate your list. That's okay. You know, what, you know what I don't like about the list? Down there in 28th place, the Detroit Football Lions. <laughs> I got a problem with that, Arch. Well, lay it on me. I think this is a top 20 team. You think it's a top 20 team? I, I certainly think they're better than the Giants. I think they're better than New England. I think they're better than the Titans. I, I think this team is much better. And ESPN has been 27. All right. So golf. Maybe, I'm, maybe I'm on an island. <laughs> I forgot to put the golf factor in. They're now, okay. Detroit is 33rd. In 33rd. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, Jared Golf. Got it. Okay. I was mistaken. Right behind the Birmingham Stallions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Oh, man, DeAndre Swift looked good, huh? Mm-hmm. Love that guy. Over that fucking yeah. Bird's defense. Yeah, I had him uh, over 10 and a half carries, had him over 27 and a half uh, reception yards, so he cashed two for me on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. So, man, that's it for me. 
I, I, I got one more. Of course you do. Just I'm not going to say that's it for me. You wrap up the show when you're done, pal. Okay. That, listen, I just want to know one person from each of you, one player on any team that impressed you the most that you got to see or watched or look at. Who in this league were you either expecting? It was like, yep, that's exactly what I expected. It was like, wow, I, I didn't know that this was going to happen. I didn't know he was that good. Or, man, this guy was a complete animal. I want to know one from each of you because I've got one that I absolutely loved watching. I've been high on him since he was getting drafted, and he was as advertised. So I, I want to hear, Arch, Arch, who do you have? Ooh. I'd have to think about that for a minute. Um, go ahead and do yours. I will come back to you. All right, we'll come back. Phil, go ahead. You go Give first. Me one. You go first because I know I'm going to. I'm probably going to take yours, or you're going to take mine. So go ahead. I almost guarantee that we're not. But um, who? What teams yours from? The Chargers. No. Go ahead. Hmm. Uh, Drew Tranquil. <laughs> I love it, dude. Okay. All jokes aside, he played awesome. Awesome. He had a pick. Um, he had six tackles. That's fine. But he was always around it. He was always in it. And uh, I I love it. I think he is a linebacker that this team, maybe not an absolute centerpiece, but I think he's like a borderline pro bowler. And that's cool because, you know, most of the guys that come out of Notre Dame stink when they get to the NFL. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I was really impressed by Drew on Sunday. But uh, what about you? It feels nice to have that, right? To have a guy that we both really liked at Notre Dame and really followed to come out there and, and, and put on a show like that. Yeah, the last linebacker, I think Netflix just made uh, a series oh. about. So <laughs> I, can almost guarantee, yeah, I can almost guarantee that Drew Tranquil will not have his own uh, Netflix series. No, we, had, uh, we had, what's his name, from the Cowboys for that, that had a couple of nice years. Oh, Jalen Smith? Yeah, we had him. He had a couple of nice years. I mean, he's, I don't know what he's doing now, but <laughs> he had he had a couple of nice years at Notre Dame. I, I, after that injury in the bowl game, that that was that was kind of it. But he had a kid. He was he was he looked good on Dallas for a couple of years, and then he just couldn't hold up injuries and things like that. But I don't even know if he was any good at Dallas. I mean, he was good. He was, he good. was a good piece, you know, in Madden. You know. We, we play Thank a lot of that. Yeah, great piece. Great but piece I don't think he was a good piece in real life. I think he was really disappointing. And I think he's an, a grade A human being. Uh, oh, yeah. But just not not a great player. I mean, Van Der Esch, you know, was was way better. Yeah, Van Der Esch is really good. Uh, yeah. But they, that's the issue with the Cowboys linebackers. They can't stay healthy other than Mika Parsons, who's an absolute freak. Yeah. Who can't but stay healthy in Dallas? That's true. Cooper Rush. <laughs> maybe not after this week we'll see sturdy is a two by four baby <laughs> or she have one yet well, i was thinking you know i don't know that he like shocked or surprised me but i think for what he brought to the team he he is so important now was mm -hmm. aj brown oh yeah yeah all, yeah all of a sudden you know all of a sudden jalen hurts his scores coming out of week one not bad not bad we talked about that his 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 continual growth if he's if he plays like this all season holy shit pro bowler yeah and it's uh, like i watched that game closely being an eagles fan um i hated to see it because i still don't think jalen Hurts is good uh watching the very first drive he was over five looked inept throwing the football 
And the only reason that they were able to keep the drives alive is because he's really special with his legs. Throughout the the rest of the you know day, he did make some nice passes. He did seem to make more passes than he was able to before. Um, he did seem like he was a little bit better this year, but there was also some passes that you know AJ Brown in particular saved from being bad passes. Guys that uh, you know ninety eight percent of the rest of the league couldn't make. So I think you're dead on. Was it 155? 10 for 155 or something? Uh, 10 for 155. Targeted 11 times. Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 freakish. So that's a really good one. Thank you for bringing my Eagles into that. I'm happy to. I'm happy to. Uh, he's going to make the Eagles look a lot better and take a lot of pressure off the quarterback and other receivers. Yeah, I, I agree. Speaking of overreacting, I'm, I'm looking here. Jalen Hurts for MVP. Is down to twenty to one. The Eagles to win the Super Bowl is down to eighteen to one. Talk about an overreaction! My goodness. But anyway, Kyle, who is who is your player? Well, you guys both went top ten teams, and you went two teams that won and have very good outlooks on the season. I'm going to flip the script. I'm going to go to the worst team in the league, a team that did not look good, but they had a lone bright spot. That, that was ridiculous. Joe Flacco's your player? It's a player on that team. Oh, no shit. I'm talking about one Mr. Sauce Gardner. Get the sauce. <laughs> Listen, this kid in his final year of college, his old career college, but his final year of college was lights out. The preseason didn't give up a, a pass caught. It was freakish. Week one, they and ESPN actually wrote him up, rookie who stood out. Number four overall pick was very good in his debut. Played every defensive snap, broke up a long pass in the end zone, and allowed two receptions for 19 yards. Two receptions, 19 yards against your Lamar Jackson Baltimore Ravens. They don't have a real plethora of wideouts there. But he was also used uh, on the tight ends a few times okay. because he's 6'3". So he matched up with Isaiah Likely, and he matched up with Mark Andrews. He was only targeted four times because he absolutely blanketed everybody, and he allowed two that were within the area of him. And none of those were touchdowns. It was two for 19 yards. This kid, I said it coming out. I've said it you know, when we watched preseason, and, and we talked about him. Phil, you know I'm, I'm way high on him. But this is the closest thing that we, I think we've ever seen to, to Revis Island to somebody like that he went back to the jets and man what a freaking stud so that was my that was my player that i was excited to talk about <laughs> all right cool i think that's a perfect uh a perfect way to end our overreaction show kyle uh talking about a rookie cornerback in week one and comparing him to Darrell revis one of the best yes. to ever live so yeah arch anything else that's that that's all i've got for now Watch the, uh, let's all watch the, the Raiders kind of just stumble and fumble and fall apart. They're going to be fine. 11% turnover-worthy plays coming from Derek Carr. Week one. Oof. This is going to be ugly, boys. Yeah, but that means there's 89% of plays that weren't turnovers. <laughs> he was real good. Yeah. 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 Trey Lance had 2%. <laughs> Fuck that Fuck guy. Him. <laughs> he stinks. Trey Lance is a bum. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I think that's I think that's all we have here. Um, you know, it was it was it was a it was a good week to watch football, man. It's it's ha- it, it's just nice to have it back. Um, 
our, our bets. I mean, Arch, you are in the lead at this current phase. Um, I will, I will overtake you. Trust and believe. And uh, I know we'll be, I know we'll be back Thursday, Thursday night. So, um, you know, get in the book club, follow some of these picks. I know you guys are killing it, darts and and racing. Phil, how many units were you up last week? Uh, twenty one. So that brings our yearly tally to. 80 units 80 units in the positive uh we're up 64 over the last five weeks and um 121 since our trough since our low point early on in the year so it has been a fun fun ride and if you want to get on join the book club dgens.net three-day free trial we've already got plays out for all three races this weekend so come on in arch it was an absolute pleasure having you on here today man that was my pleasure. I won't do it again, but have a good night. Awesome. Good. And you won't be invited back. So, <laughs> Kyle, have a good night. Adios, muchachos. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.